This is a crowd podcast. You're listening to Fox Given, the one where we talk about dating trends. Ooh. Oh, very excited because <laughs> some of these that we've learned are mind blowing. Yeah, I'm really intrigued by them. We basically saw an article on um, online, and it is it's just really bizarre and something that I think we all all relate to. Oh yeah, I mean, some of these phrases were making me crease. Like we all know ghosting, but uh-huh. haunting. Zombieing, Kanyeing, <laughs> Kanyeing. It's so hard to say Kanyeing. <laughs> yeah, that 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 um drew my attention. I must yeah. say. Um, so yeah, we'll be getting into that, curious fuckers. If you would like to stay on the episode, wow. stay tuned. You're nice. really making everyone want to stay. <laughs> They're like, I'm what, this really again. exciting thing that we're going to be talking about. You can stick around if you, you want. Can, if, if you really want to. I mean, not as you have something better to do. If you want, you can stay listening to us. I, I actually do believe we have something quite interesting to say. Yes. <laughs> we, well, there's been a, there's, there's a few things. Yeah, that actually, I think in the last week, we've both had like a lot happen. It's been intense. Uh It's been a very intense beginning of the first year. Whew. Yeah. Well, what happened yesterday, Reed? You know, (laughs) sliding update. Oh my God. Uh, Loads of shit happened. Loads of shit went down. So this is, if if anyone heard like a couple of podcast episodes ago, actually wasn't a couple, a few. It was like, there's a big thing I want to talk about, but I'm too scared to talk about. Uh Um, And so... I picked up my keys for my very first place. Um, so, so yeah, exciting. that was insane. Uh, little old me on my own has managed to buy a place in London. A that flat. is cra- and that is crazy. Like for anyone that knows what a housing market's like in London, that's crazy. It's a disgusting amount of money. Like yeah. no, no bank should ever look at me and go, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm gonna lend you four hundred thousand pounds." <laughs> so basically, Idiots. we've got a little rich, rich bitch here on our hands. <laughs> rich bitch. Uh, I mean. You, you know what? Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna, you- I'm gonna succumb. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna succumb. I'm fucking good with money. I'm. You good. are I'm very to- good with money. I've been hiding away from it, like not telling anyone about my savings. I've been scribbling away. Well, that's the thing is that like, I think we both have very different ways of living with money. Mm. Like you, you've, you know, you've sacrificed things in order to save money whereas I do the complete opposite and would never sacrifice anything because I'm like I want to live my best life now absolutely there's no right way to do it you have Mm -mm. to do it your way because like you know imagine if I saved up scribbled or scribbled all my little monies away and any holiday I was like no any new things I was like Uh no and then I died and all that all that savings just went to nothing you know that that is that's that's a problem yeah That's, but you're, then not, you're not enjoying your life it works out for some people i.e you like just bought your house yeah. which is amazing congratulations yeah. thank you very much um yes yeah, so i got the keys and got in there i made the offer back in september so what that's september october november wow. december january february it's almost six months of when i made yeah. the offer let's say five just to which be. is actually i think quite a quick process for a move 
I think that's fucking long, but maybe it's it just felt long. It's long, moving. Yeah. But I think it's a really long, um, short amount of time, considering. Yeah, it, when, it, when, you, when it, you say five months, it sounds really short, but when it's yeah. every day of praying to be like, get the, <laughs> get the call of completion. And I thought I was going to move in before Christmas. I really did. That was very um, wishful thinking, Reed. They told me. That's what they said, motherfuckers. <laughs> you can never um, believe the stage. No, never, never believe them, especially when it's not the fucking official completion date. <laughs> um, so yeah, it was actually I got I got my keys early, about two and a half weeks, three weeks early, which was amazing. Yeah, I wasn't expecting you to get them this early. This early, yeah, crazy. Um, and yeah, it's it's hard talking about money. I know we Florence and I are pretty good at talking about money. We make sure it's important because a lot of us don't talk about money enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like talking about salary, which only does your employer good. Yeah, and talking and about know, salary is important. And what what's really interesting and why it's relevant to this podcast is that the culture of not talking about money then has actually led to us having like bad relationships and like weird like you know men that can't be happy for their partners like success and like Mm -hmm. you know it's um it all really does boil down to to the money chat yeah and i i mean i'm I think probably why it's okay for me to chat about. My mum has always talked about money. My mum is very good mm. with money. So I I taught, I learned a lot from her, you know, like where to move money, where to invest, where to put in for ISAs and all this kind of stuff. Like what's yeah. the best bank accounts and shit. And it's still a hard topic. And especially in my, my, my girl WhatsApp group, we, we're all trying really hard to talk about money and how much we earn because it's this weird like competition and it shouldn't be. Um, and I, I know we all strive for more money, but how do you know that you're getting the right amount of money from your work or being able to... like? The first thing I did when I got yeah. my bill through from my flat was like film it all, film the bill of how much it was, how much all the fucking costs were. Because some of them were outrageous, like 16, 17 grand for, for just, what's it called? Stamp duty tax, which is what the government takes for you being able to buy something that's like over that certain amount. Oh, which is just like, yeah, I'm just a bit like, but why though? That's my hard earned cash that I've... Um, myself um why you take it why you take it and also the other one right (laughs) sex work so of course being a sex worker it's so easy for me to make a joke and be like well you know I'm a sex worker obviously I've got a house like obviously I can afford this or obviously and I think that's dangerous because again it's boiling sex workers down to just money like oh that's the only reason problem and also it's not it's not as easy as that being yeah. a sex worker mm-hmm. like the you've put in a lot of time and years and effort into building your sex work career thank you um i i yeah it's tough with sex work because it's of course that's the highest earner that's my main source of income mm-hmm. but same for me yeah, uh, OnlyFans. like yeah. i don't think i ever would have been able to do this without OnlyFans. mad um, and you know like thanks to every subscriber out there because it's yeah. you've made this possible but it's still you know maybe maybe it's just made it a, a reachable goal rather than i don't know it's so hard to say of course i want to joke around and be like yeah suck loads of dick and got a house you know but <laughs> i don't know it, it definitely it, it puts a bad light on 
sex work because it's like well you know I, i'm doing sex work because i enjoy sex work not yeah, just rather, for the money rather than it being about money yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think people justify it's like oh yeah but you know you you know the money right it's worth the money it's like yeah it is you can also do the same thing but yeah. it's fucking hard but the thing is like most people work for the money like most people don't do their jobs like you wouldn't do another like you're an accountant for the money right yeah. like you don't do accountancy you're not because like, yeah. you enjoy it like so <laughs> most people work for the money but we don't go to an accountant and be like wait so how much do you earn then is it worth it is it worth yeah. it like the time spent on those <laughs> spreadsheets yeah fuck at least i fucking love my job i love being a sex worker yeah i adore yeah, it it's awesome yeah, so thank you for bringing that up because yes, I'm very happy. I'm very excited. I haven't moved in quite yet, but I'm going to in the next next week. Yeah, and you had your tickle party. Oh my God, I forgot about that one. It's been a weekend, Florence. It has been right? a, a weekend. So I had my tickle party on the Friday uh-huh. and then yesterday was Valentine's Day and I had a thruple date. <laughs> Sorry. I had I a thruple date it. which 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 ended in a threesome. <gasps> what? Yeah, which is why probably I'm hungover. Oh shit. Yeah, buddy. Okay, should I do like a quick rundown of the tickle party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because oh my god, there's too much. And I know I, that's I literally also too have much. stuff as well. So shit. it's like what um, the fuck? Or do you wanna do you wanna slip yours in now? What what did, what have you what have you got up to, Florence, and then we'll get to my tickle party. <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, I'll do it. I'll do it quickly because I, I don't really want to give this as much time and effort and thought as mm-hmm. um, I've been uh, kind of thinking about it in re- reality. But basically, as you all know, I tried to start being friends with my ex, and um, I had a huge realization yesterday, which has been a realization that's been happening slowly since he's come back into my life that I cannot be friends with him. Mm. because it it swung me back into into a bad place not gonna lie like I was just suddenly like wait so how come I'm just like lazy like being lazy around my flat like not doing my washing up not doing this not Mm -hmm. just sort of getting back into that weird like breakup zone place yeah which those are clear signs that you're not mm -hmm. okay something's going on yeah and I was like what the fuck is this and then I I was happy maybe like two three weeks ago before he can be he came back into my yeah. life fuck <laughs> um and yeah i just i just realized i needed to cut it off so on valentine's day i i called him up and i was just like i cannot be friends <laughs> and he was just like you're so emo doing this on valentine's day and i was like i know <laughs> but i'm proud but anyway. of you that's so good the fact that you put your foot down and you recognized that you were potentially mm. being dragged down by this and then mm-hmm. you addressed it on the head Yes, and Which it, is a it was fucking it, hard thing It was to do. really, really hard just because I wanted to be friends with him so badly. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to keep him in my life in some kind of way. And I had to choose me though. I had to choose me. And you are the most important one. You deserve yeah. you deserve love, yeah. Florence. <laughs> I, I literally voiced everything like, and it brings up all these feelings where I'm just like, I just feel really unwanted and like, I like I don't deserve love, but I know I deserve love. But I, <laughs> I was on the tube listening, like you deserve love, Florence. I was like, I know Please. I do, but sometimes it feels like no one loves me. No, because it's like, how can someone show so much love to you? 
and not actually want to commit to you and it brings up a lot of insecurities um but yeah so i had like basically this weird like mini breakup on valentine's day i've like sobbed and cried and like i spent the evening cuddling my little like soft toy yeah oh baby girl i'm so sorry but But today it sounds so good sounds so cathartic yeah i think i needed to feel all those feelings Mm -hmm. and i think i told you read that i'd written in my journal Mm -hmm. just before i left la being like i'm i'm ready to embrace the pain of like what i left behind to complete the circle of healing and that was the moment that was the moment this is it. This is the recovery. <laughs> yeah, and now I can move forward with my life and mm-hmm. be commit committed to myself. Yeah. It's beautiful, man. It's so <laughs> sad, but so beautiful. I'm it was sad. Uh, it was very sad, but very very needed, and I hope that mm-hmm. this gives people the courage to take those steps as well when they know it's right deep down. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there are so many people out there listening to this completely relating and just mm. going like, I'm going to complete my heel circle. <laughs> my healing circle. I am worthy of love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now back to your tickle party. <laughs> Such a fucking like juxtaposition. <laughs> Learning it is, that it's word. like the weirdest like mix of stuff for a podcast. <laughs> Like, you never know what you're going to get here. That's oh. true. We've been busy. Um, so, yeah, on Friday, I hosted my very first fetish slash tickle party. It's um, it was It's not a sex party. I was trying to go for that, even though it was in a sex safe space where you could have sex. And it was just, it was all the people that I had been chatting to online that lived in the UK, lived around London. Um, that I wanted to invite to actually do a meet and greet because there are a couple of tickle fetish events, but um, they're all they're never in London really. Um, so yeah, I I did that and that was really fun. That was quite nerve wracking. Yes. Um, it was a really great venue as well. It was in this like really cool. Uh, so her name's Mistress Adrina. Is in her studio called Inanna Studios, and it's basically like the coolest dungeon you've ever seen. Like really nice and swanky looking it doesn't look like dungeon decor it's very cool you know like neon lights and just looks very fucking stylish so yeah that was amazing and I got I got tickled yeah (laughs) I can't fucking say it it's so hard um (laughs) it was so funny because like it's so nice chatting to these people who are still saying things like the T word because saying tickle is triggering for them. You know, it's it's hard to say. I was wow. exactly the same. I couldn't say it for years. I couldn't say the mm. T word. If I heard someone say the T word, I would literally go bright red and like freak out. Wow. Um, and so it was so nice just being able to introduce everyone to everyone. And of course it was yeah. a bit awkward at the start, but like, as all these things are. And someone was like, yeah, you know, like the T word. And I was like, no, we are in a tickle safe space. Scream tickle at the top of your lungs. And we all did it. And it was really like, really like amazing. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Yeah. And talking about like childhood and, um, and like our first memories of it. And yeah, it mm-hmm. was just great. And so I'm definitely going to do more. It was really good. Nice. And yeah, and I got... I got gang tickled at the end by seven people and it was the best thing of my life. gang tickled? Yeah, at the end and it was the best day of my life. Oh my God, I actually can't think of anything worse than that. 
Yeah, it was fucking horrible, but like that's what that's gets me right. off about it. Right. Yeah. Oh, it was so good, so bad good. Yeah. I'm just yeah. So I'm on a bit of a high from that, I think. Actually, probably yeah. from the whole fucking weekend. So expect a crash soon. <laughs> yeah. Next episode, Reed's gonna be like, Hi guys. Yeah, I'm fucking miserable. Hi, All guys. my dopamine's used up. Well, actually, at the beginning of this episode, you were like, I'm really hungover. That's, that's fair, yeah, I was hungover. <laughs> but now we're talking about things that get me excited. <laughs> get me excited. So that's really awesome. Thank was you. there anything like else that happened there that you can tell us about? Um, what went down? Um, I mean, it was it was more just safe space really um and everyone was so grateful uh, there was a lot of so much like everyone was on fucking point with consent and asking about boundaries mm-hmm. and talking and it was just it was just magical this is why i made the event um uh, quite private and it was if you wanted to come you had to know somebody or be vetted by me personally because I wanted to make sure that everyone knew their shit there and no one felt uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just, everyone was great. There was a lot of like asking permission I'm, and double checking. And- I'm imagining a room filled with giggles and laughter and screaming. Yes, but no, um, everyone was really too awkward to start tickling. Like it really? it got really late and nobody wanted to. Cause again, it's like, it's their deepest, darkest fetish fantasy mm. to tickle somebody or to be tickled. So th- everyone was fucking terrified of doing it. Everyone was so nervous. So, so obviously did, I, I went first. Initi- yeah, how did you initiate it? Um, well, yeah, I had a, had a play partner come and join me, uh, tickle me. And then kind of like, um, I would go out and be like, Pete, please feel free to use the equipment and yeah, if you want to play, like, does anybody want to play? Can I tickle someone? By the end of it, I was like, who wants to tickle me? Like, I was, like, so down. And then that's when the gang tickling happened. And it was so great. <laughs> oh, that's really nice. I'm so, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, the person that I had my very first tickle session, he came. And he was oh. actually really helpful. He really helped me with a lot of the organisation and that's cool. chatting. And, yeah, he was really cool. Yeah, it was just, it was overall really great. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm going to de- definitely make more. That was exciting update. Yes. Um, do you want to know about Valentine's or do we have we run out of time? Well, you know what? We could talk about it in in kind of like the meat of the episode because we, do, yeah. we are talking about idea. dating. But yes. you, like to, to start off the whole dating conversation, we could talk about the fact that you went on a triple thruple date triple thruple date yeah um i've never done that before especially not on valentine's day i never go yeah. out on valentine's day it's always like you do the takeaway on valentine's day and then you go out some yeah. other time or something mm-hmm. like that because it's so booked to shit anyway um and was really lucky that sam was down and we found this lovely girl um actually off of instagram no dating apps what yeah which was pretty cool i think we put up a post on, it was like a couple's post and the tagline was like something about having a threesome oh, with us. This. Yeah. And then um, we saw her in the comments and so I messaged her and I was like, hey baby, hi. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, literally slid in her DM. So she was down to join us. We were invited to the world's first thruple restaurant. <laughs> you say that like really unexcited. Well, it was more like, I was like, really is it the world's first? Or is that just some kind of branding? But you know what? An interesting concept, that's for sure. It was. I was expecting like triangle tables. Yeah. 
Was it just a normal restaurant? Yeah. Yeah. It was a normal restaurant. There was actually a table of five people. And I was like, oh, is this a poly couple? I mean, oh, not couple. Poly hexagon. Cool, well, I don't know. Polycule. Polycule. Yes. Yeah. Wait, so how, how did your, how did the date in there then like transition into the threesome? So actually it didn't. The, the dinner ended there and our gorgeous date, she ended up having to go back home to look after the dog. And on the way home, we messaged somebody that we had been chatting to via field. What? <laughs> okay, this is not what I expected at all. And then uh, she lived literally just around the corner, invited her over for a drink on a fucking Monday. What a trooper. Wow. And then, yeah, had a couple drinks, got a really good vibe off of her um, and probably had potentially the best threesome of my life. <gasps> No way. Yeah, it was really fucking good. It was like really engaging. She was really sexy and cute and a lot, it was like a lot of evenness and it was, it yeah, it was, I don't know, it was really cool. Yeah, she was, yeah, she was fun. Lots of fun. Yeah. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. Did, and how do you like, I, I wonder about this from dating as well because quite often you end up on a date or something and you just don't gel in person. Like you think that you were yeah. gelling and then you just don't gel. So obviously when you invite someone back to yours, like just for sex, it's quite risky because yes. then like, what if you're like, oh fuck, I'm really not attracted to them. Yeah, it, I mean, that is quite hard, especially, uh, I mean, but then again, it really depends on your stance on sex. Um, because if you're just there just to have sex and it doesn't really matter who the person is, then it's mm. you're just doing it to have an incredible, fun, crazy experience. Um, and that's how I feel at a lot of sex parties or at hedonism, you know, when you just fuck someone um, and yeah. it's just so much fun and you're not necessarily doing it for the sex, you're not doing it for the pleasure mm. or for the orgasm, but you're doing it for, for just being able to fuck someone, just the experience. Yeah. Um, and there's also something like I get a lot of gratification and excitement just from that. But oh, that's interesting. I don't think I relate in that way. I don't think that I can have good sex with someone that I'm not connected to or like physically attracted to. Yeah, I think I think most people are like that. Um, and mm. there's obviously there's like, you know, there's so many different ways that our brain works. Um, and I'm sure there'll be times where maybe you will have sex with somebody that you're not necessarily attracted to and then it's fucking great or... Yeah, yeah. It, it yeah it's it's fascinating but I've always done that you know it's always like mindless sex mindless one night stands not because I'm gonna come or have great sex but because I just want to have the one night stand and the excitement of that is enough ah the thrill the thrill Ooh. um so yeah that was my crazy night Nice. Well, let's get into talking about these new dating trends because. Obviously, I think, I don't know, I think we're all coming up against them in our dating lives and we all know about like ghosting, but mm. what are the other things? What is zombieing? What is Kanyeing? <laughs> but before that, we're gonna have a little break and tell you about our new merch. Oh yeah, completely forgot about the merch chat. <laughs> we like got the merch out and everything to show yeah, you guys. Literally got the merch out. Some of you watch out. on YouTube. Yes. And, um, 
Yeah, let's 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 take a little look here. Yeah, little looky see. Oh, what, what you got we, there, Florence? I have a little tote bag, and it says "Put things inside me," and it's a uh, got a little cute flower illustration on it. Yes, a flower. What if I can? Can you see that? Right on my punani. <laughs> oh yeah. I actually like. I genuinely love these bags I when we first the got them sent them i was so excited because i was just so happy with it as well and i think it really screams like everything that we love and like what we're about and truly you'll be a curious fucker once you have your dope yes join the club and we were really thrilled as well because it was cat lobo who is an independent designer and she created these designs for us and you can see all of them on our sticker sheets we got fucking stickers oh, man yeah i actually and i i love the stickers so i put them all over they're my so laptop good. already they're so good and they're nice and thick stickers you know they're not like just like yeah wispy oh my God. little paper ones this is actually so worth saying because you know like when you want to put stickers on your laptop but you don't want mm -hmm. or you want to put stickers anywhere and you don't want the residue left for this from the sticker yes um these stickers just peel off really nicely and they're reusable once you peel peel them off yes they're so good they're basically oh, the best days. thing so and of course you can get sticker sheets and your t very own tote bag and plus we forgot to say the tote bags are organic cotton thank you organic cotton <laughs> and plus the the tote bags are organic cotton yeah yeah so um, a little sustainable moment there so yes. yeah find that on our website which is www.comecurious.co.uk nice thick tote bags as well not like the pathetic yeah, ones they are thick they're not flimsy they're not flimsy mm -hmm. wow we're like really great at doing our like sponsors and stuff and they're really bad for advertising our own shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we're kind of all over the place like please buy our bag or two <laughs> like if you want to <laughs> please, maybe yes. maybe you might like to buy our merch <laughs> But please buy our merch. Please, please do. Like, really, like you know, the reason that we we created our merch, honestly, is not about the money. It is about creating mm -hmm. community. We want the curious fuckers to be part of the little curious fuckers club. And yeah. if you have the merch, you know, it just it, you know, it, it's your way of being part of the community, and that's really what we want to build here. Mm -hmm. I want to see someone on the tube or on the train or something with the bag. That How would dope be, would that be? I would, I would, that's dreamy. That that would give me an orgasm right there yeah, on the spot. Right there and then. Mm, yeah. Right there and then. And then you just have to run up to them and be like, oh my God, can I take a picture with you? Oh my God, can I take it for the merch advertising? <laughs> <laughs> would you like to be model advert? <laughs> model advert? And they're like, no, fuck off. Get off. Get away no, from me. No, no, no. The curious fuckers are not like that. They would be so welcoming. Yeah, they always are. I, actually, a, a girl on the train, I think it was on, on Friday, on the way to the Tickle event, was oh, like, oh, I, I know you from the podcast, you're read from Frog's Given. I was like, fuck off, no way. I had a mask on as well. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I was like, that's dude, mad. that's incredible. And she How made my day. from your eyes yeah, and your hair. You've got very recognisable hair. That's true. I think, yeah, probably just, probably from the hair. That's hot. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about dating trends. Yes. Okay, so first of all, let's talk about ghosting because I think it's the one that we all know. We and all know what ghosting is. And, yes. and have experienced. 
and we're all trying not to do it but sometimes it's actually just needed (laughs) i don't know i think that's kind of (laughs) harsh so psychologist darren stanton was saying that ghosting of course, is ending all contact with somebody without any explanation. Uh-huh. And according to him, it may be down to shoddy communication skills and an mm-hmm. inability to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, it hurts at the time, but it could be a blessing in disguise. You want to run away from people that think it's cool to ghost. Yeah, it's actually, and that's actually true. I think when it comes to ghosting for some reason I always think about like dating in the very very early stages because mm-hmm. like you know you're talking to someone on a dating app and then suddenly they just never reply you never really think of anything at that point but no, if unless you... you're really into them yeah but like yeah. I agree because in that case then I would have ghosted loads of people because I just don't have fucking time and yeah. you're hoping that they're on the same page as well that they're same. like yeah like fizzling out but the ghosting when it's worse is when you've been on a date or when you Uh actually have fucked or when you've done something in person especially when the other person is saying stuff that makes you think that it's going to continue like oh i've had such a nice time i can't wait to do this again or Uh i don't know some other shit and ghosting as well i think is when because i was thinking oh this kind of sounds familiar like when i went on a date and like there was loads of expectations and then suddenly like after we fucked there was just no communication but i think there's there's that but i think i feel like ghosting's ghosting when you reach out and they don't reply and you're like huh okay Mm -hmm. very weird what Smoky. The next one though, zombieing. Uh-huh. Right? So that zombieing. Sounds interesting. <laughs> this fucking article's cracking me up. It's like, uh oh, the seance worked. <laughs> <laughs> zombieing is when somebody someone who has ghosted you sends a message from beyond the grave. Oh, so when they've realised they fucked up or they are feeling a bit lonely on Valentine's Day and they're like, yes. oh, hey, actually, uh, that was, you know, kind of nice and I would like, quite like some attention, so I'm going to s- slip back in and then they'll probably do it again. Yeah, and I've definitely experienced this yeah. loads of times. yeah. One person I think particularly I comes might up. have done that to people, to be honest. It depends, though, because I feel like it so depends on where your headspace is at, right? If you actually are chill about it mm. and you're like, yeah, all right, I couldn't really care less. Like, OK, that's down. Then it's not it doesn't affect you negatively because it's just like maybe you're both in the same position. Yeah. It only hurts when maybe one person likes one person more than the other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this this psychologist says they're testing you basically. Whether or not you respond depends on your circumstances, but beware. So yeah, they're testing you, but it doesn't really explain more. Okay, they're just test. Well, they're testing to see if you're single, if you're still there. Like yeah, I guess. <laughs> but it says be wary as they might once again float off into the ether. <laughs> yeah, I think I might actually do these things to people sometimes. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Like, when I got back, I was, like, trying to test the waters to try and find, like, a fuck buddy. Mm. And I was like, hmm, who was I, like, slightly talking to in the past that, like, might be available now? And I was like, I think they might have a girlfriend. 
but they might not. They might have broken up. So I like slipped back in and was like, hey, how are you? How's things been? <laughs> and then like try and work into the conversation. So how's, um, how's you know, things going with the, with the girlfriend? And you're like, fingers crossed, they're not together still. And then they're, yeah, like, they're like, yeah, yeah, we're still, yeah, we're good. And then you're like, fuck's sake. Okay, yeah, cool. and then you okay, kind of bye. drop off a little bit. Yeah. yeah, and then you don't talk again. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like... There's a difference between ignoring. I don't know. I, I, I suppose every single situation is is different and unique. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we have haunting. Yeah. Haunting is when someone who has ghosted you likes a social media post of theirs with no other contact. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like loads of people do the haunting thing. I don't know. Yeah, it's all. Yeah. It's always. Yeah, I, I. There's so. Oh my god, there are so many of those people in my um, stories, like all the time, and they're just I there, d- like lurking. Is it, a, is it a bad thing? Again, I only think it's it's negative when someone likes somebody more than the other, when there's more emotions there. But you know, like it, you kind of. No, you know what? It's it is a bad thing because if you fancy them, if you want to do something, then fucking say it. Don't just like mm. like the odd social. But then again, maybe they're not because I've done it before where I fucked people before. I haven't wanted anything to do with them, but their post has come up on my story, and I've been like, like the post, but not thought anything else of it. Yeah, I don't really want them back in my life, and maybe that's them overthinking that. Huh. Yeah. So it's oh it, yeah. I guess it can be annoying sometimes. Mm, it's interesting. Yeah. Of just different sides isn't it and also it's, I, I guess it depends I feel like it's still these things but it depends how you take it mm-hmm. um, it's, these things aren't de- necessarily negative unless you make them negative okay right best one Kanye-ing. Ka- Kanye-ing. what do you think it is <laughs> Before we answer, what do you listeners think it is? What do Can you, you guess? Just take a moment. <laughs> we need the count- countdown tune in here, like good old classic <laughs> British okay, TV. Tell us. <laughs> um, so Kanye is when you go and meet somebody or yeah. go on a date and all they do is talk about themselves. <laughs> I love the name of this so bad. Oh, oh my god, it's Kanye. Oh yeah, it's complete like narcissist vibes. Yeah, yeah. I, I, a lot of people don't realize that they do it as well. I think on yeah. dates, I, I, I can, I can do that. I can definitely talk about myself and not realize and be like, "Fuck, I haven't asked enough questions." Mm, weirdly, I think I do it most when I'm actually interested in the person. Oh, really? Which is oh, really yes, because you're trying to like big yourself up and tell them how yeah. amazing you are. Oh, I've done that too. And then if I'm not that into them, I'm awkward. Like I had such an awkward date the other night where it was just oh, like, it shit. was not going um, well at all. And I'm like, I'm like racking my brain. Like what questions can I ask them? How can I learn more about them? Like, why do I even want, like, um, why do I even want to learn more about them? Mm-hmm. But maybe, I don't know. I think I maybe did talk about myself though a lot there as well That's because I was just like I don't know what to ask them. Yeah, I it I must it could also be a nervous thing of just yeah. like okay, well I, I like I I don't know what to say so I'm going to talk about the thing that I know best, which mm. is ourselves. Yeah. I've definitely I've definitely do that, especially when you're trying to fill in awkward silences. Uh-huh. Um 
and maybe like shit's going really well in your life or oh my god trauma dumping I've definitely done that before on Uh a date where shit is not going well and I've just seen this as an opportunity to talk and I've just gone like yeah I'm not doing well and just like blah 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 and just talked about myself in like a negative way yeah and all the shit that I'm I'm not dealing with (laughs) fuck yeah I think I think probably all of us can fall into Kanye-ing sometimes yeah I had um I had like uh, what's really interesting about this date is that I had a date the other week um and we've been chatting quite a lot um before like mm. like kind of like every single day throughout the day and like That's it was nice. one of the be- it was like one of those things where you start dating someone and you're not really like looking for anything and then you're like shit I'm laughing at my phone and smiling to myself and like this person's like making me feel something and then oh, um nice. but then on the actual date I just like I don't know what it was I don't know whether I it just wasn't really what we both thought it was Mm. gonna be really but I was trying really hard to like I was like okay cool I want to like I want to like know more about him I want to build because I was still really attracted to him and I thought Mm -hmm. he was really really hot and we had some kind of like chemical attraction there but when it came to the chat and the dating it was really difficult and then I swear I I feel like I kept trying to like talk about certain things to do with me because I wanted him to like ask questions about me and then he would always he even said like Oh, no, no, let's go. He said, like, let's go back to, <laughs> like, back to his thing. And then uh-huh. he started talking about his thing again. And, I, and then I, that's when I clocked. I was like, oh, he just wants to talk about himself. Yeah. He wants to sit there talking about himself. Yeah. I mean, Which, who wouldn't? You know, I didn't really care at the time because I was like, yeah. you know what? I find you attractive. You can talk about you. And we're going to go back to mine and fuck. And we did. And we fucked twice. And it was great. Oh, nice. That's that's really good to hear. <laughs> Would you see see them again? Yeah, I think I think I'm gonna see them again unless they ghost me. Mm. <laughs> Get some haunting action up in there. Yeah, I reckon Shit. that would be the vibe too. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, wallying. What is that? When someone on a dating app only uses group photos mimicking Where's Wally. I have never heard or experienced this. And for all of our US listeners, where, like Where's Wally is the same as Where's Waldo. Yeah. That is hilarious. I, I can't, I don't, I don't match with people that have group photos on their, on their dating apps. I, Cause I can't, I don't like it. I'm like, just show you, this is not what the dating apps, you're not supposed to be putting pictures of you and your mates up here. Like, who, who are you? I can't stand that. Like, I almost want to match with them just to be like, who the fuck are you in these photos? <laughs> like, take down your group photos. It's I need, so I need just stupid. <laughs> yeah, Please, shit. if you have group photos on your dating app, take them away right yeah. this second. What? One group photo is fine. That's okay. It's mm. obvious that you really want to show off you have friends. That's fine. Yeah, I don't. If you feel I, like I you need like to. It. I don't like it personally. <laughs> but just do not have every single photo of you. Like, go and fucking take some selfies. Like, do the homework put the time in to get a good dating profile and take some photos of yourself i would rather see a selfie than a group photo absolutely even if the selfie shit Mm -hmm. the only the only thing that is positive in group photos is when i'm like 
when it, the group photo is the one that tells me I'm not going to get along with that person and I yes. use it as like a positive so it's like I don't really think that I'm going to get along with people that go to raves and for some people yeah. that people that go to raves love posting group photos on their dating and apps. I would I would agree because if I saw somebody that had a group photo where like they're them and their mates were at a rave I'd be like yeah. oh we're gonna get on yeah oh that's really interesting mm-hmm. yeah because I'm like no that's not for me yeah or again and I don't want it to sound like it it sounds like very judgy but if you see a group of people and you kind of get a feel for the group of people Mm -hmm. like whether or not they're going to be I don't know like stereotypically like rich spending loads of money Uh going to fancy restaurants or if they're kind of just like a bit grungy a bit like or student uni or like this is so true because if if, if they're next to someone that's like oh also a creative I'm like Mm -hmm. okay cool vibes that's hot (laughs) and lastly we have stashing which is when someone you're dating doesn't allow you to meet their friends and family oh that's fucked i like and it it happens and it creeps up on you as well and you Mm -hmm. don't realize it's happening until it's too late what the fuck and then you're already in deep and then you're like what the fuck because that's not okay yeah because it means that they're not in the relationship really yeah, and that all they're you know they're protecting their parents or their family or friends or protecting you, which neither of them is good. Yeah, and it's like protecting from what? Um, Ugh, that's that's really bad. Like, don't yeah, do that to people. Definitely not. If you're not prepared to show your partner or the new person off to your friends and family, yeah. you're not with the right person. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, it's it's good for people to know these things, but I'm like, when we say things like, please don't do that. It's like obviously the curious fuckers aren't the people that are doing this. Yeah, they are doing this. but then maybe <laughs> they just don't realise they're doing it. I don't know. Best way to check this out is to talk to the person that you're dating or seeing yeah. or whatever about their friends and family. Uh-huh. See, you know, if they get really like funny or shady or i don't know I, also if Scope you're actually into someone then you're you know you should be I, if i'm really into someone i want to show them off to my friends exactly you want to show them off to fucking everybody yeah yeah mm. that's how it should be mm-hmm. there are some other other words here like glamboozled what getting ready for a date and being cancelled on the last <gasps> minute oh my god this happened to me oh, it's oh honestly the most heartbreaking thing for women yeah. especially because the amount of time it takes for us to get ready mm-hmm. and the amount of care we put into doing that and the expectation and the excitement i know i understand it's really shit uh-huh. for most dudes but when it when, like the makeup the hair the clothes like it's such a big fucking deal it's like that yeah. is pure evil if you do that I, oh my God, I don't know if you have time to get into this, but I had the weirdest dating experience, like when I like first started dating again. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, when I look back to it, I'm like, what on earth was that experience? Like, were they a catfish? Or like, and um, one of the reasons why I started really questioning it was because I was like literally just about to get like ready for my date to go and meet them. And they cancelled last minute. And I was like, fully ready, everything. And I was like, that really sucks. And their excuse was COVID at their workplace. And I was like... "Mm." It's a bit of a wish-washy excuse. Yeah, and I was like... Especially last minute. That last minute. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, really? This, I mean, it could... It could definitely happen during COVID times. Definitely could happen. Yeah, but then but did- and then they were like, oh, um, 
I'm going to get like a rapid PCR test and mm-hmm. like, um, and then, oh, it was just so, it was so weird. And then like later in the evening, they were like, oh, I got a negative test. Um, yeah. Do you want to like, oh, we, I could just walk by yours and we can meet for a cuddle. And I was like, I think they were like betting on me saying, no, like, you know, that's, that's okay. And then we were going to meet the next day. Do you remember this? We were going to meet the next day. Yeah. And then he he was like oh shit yeah actually I got another test and it resulted as positive I was like what the hell is going on here yeah that's a bit it was and he was he was love bombing to the extreme as well like just like oh my god like how have you not got a boyfriend yet like all of those kind of things like red flags red flags yeah the boyfriend guy the one that was yeah saying like weird shit yeah and he he like everything about his life was way too like it it was just like interesting fact after interesting fact after interesting mm-hmm. fact you were like this person is fictitious oh and then he changed do you remember he changed his whatsapp profile picture to like something and it was just like this doesn't really match the selfie that he sent like and I was just uh-huh. like, this person looks like a different age, like, you know, a sibling maybe, oh, so but not weird. the same person. So fucking weird. Uh, so I mean, odd. Who knows? I feel like, again, terrible communicator. Probably just either maybe just didn't want to do the date and didn't know how to say it. That and just kept like, coming up with like weird fucking excuses. I think it was cat- it was catfish central. Do you think? Yeah. Shit, man. Like I, one of my. A really good one, like a very believable one. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, catfishes are believable. Yeah, I mean, he sent me selfies and stuff, so it's like... Fuck. But then he could have just copped that off of anyone's Instagram. Yeah. Um, Bizarre, mate. Always FaceTime people. (laughs) It happened to my friend, and um, she was so looking forward to meeting this guy. They got on spookily well. They were chatting all the time. I think Mm -hmm. they met within a week, or they they went to go meet, and she went and got, like, a two-hour train to go meet this person. When she got there he never turned up and he was like sorry can't do it panic attack but like didn't didn't talk anymore didn't write anymore and she was literally like it was like in the middle of the night like like a work week she was planning to stay over um fuck and yeah just like didn't didn't do anything didn't message her back left it at that and she was like either a catfish or this guy has mental health issues that yeah. needs to be sorted. There are definitely a lot more cash catfish out there than than you think there are. Fucking, I, watched, I would um, know. I fu- Sorry. What are you going to say? I would fucking know. Oh. Like, I keep getting people being like, is this you? And it will be a profile. I just had right. a fucking Twitter account yeah. that was messaging people and getting their bank, de- like, bank details. And they made a fake read Amber Gmail and getting Fuck. people to email them and then basically asking for money and shit. It happens all shit. the fucking time. Yeah, someone, my friend, <laughs> my friend um, messaged me. I can't remember, it was, it was in 2020 and he was just like, oh, I haven't spoken to you since since um, we chat, we chatted on uh, Tinder briefly. And I, I was like, I've, I've not been on Tinder since I was 21. Like, yeah, I honestly shit. haven't been on, like, I never used mm-hmm. that app. And someone was because he I think I used to work with him and he Mm. had said something to the person that was pretending to be me about like oh like something about 
where I used to work Mm -hmm. and then that person just dropped off obviously because it's like this person knows but that's so scary the fact that like there are people out there pretending to be us yeah it's 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 horrible it feels really oh god I hope no one's like violating falling in love with me without me knowing so uh, this was years ago and I had a girl on Instagram message me and she was like hey why did you stop messaging me on Facebook and I was like babe sorry I don't use Facebook anymore and she was like oh my god and sent me this profile and it was me and it was my information wow and this this girl had like like an online relationship with the fake version of me and swapped nudes with them um and obviously, like, they had stolen my nudes that I put up on, like, fucking adult sites and shit. Yeah. Um, and it was like they were swapping nudes with them, but they weren't. They were just using it to get nudes off of random poor people. And I felt fucking horrible. Like, somebody is using my face, my image to do that. Yeah. It's 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 really disgusting. It's like lowest oh. of the low, especially asking for money. Yeah. That's fucked. Oh, my God. If, if anyone see like, you know, if if none of our... If we haven't spoken about the interaction that we've had with you mm-hmm. <laughs> on the podcast, if it's like a long-term thing, then it's not us. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. It, it please will, get in contact if you ever us. see these profiles. Yeah, please like uh, get links um, because it would be. We just need to shut them down, mm. and the only way you can shut them down is if you get the real person to take them down yeah um, because then the social media can see that but yeah. we only have like accounts on uh, even then i've had them all over fucking yeah. dating just, apps just and so shit you know before. i'm only on field and raya like i'm not on any other date dating apps yeah i i'm only i'm only on field sometimes hinge but oh but yeah i was gonna say the same but if you want to sponsor us that's great yeah, it's just Hinge isn't, isn't our crowd, really. No, I never match with good people on um, on Hinge. I just, I obviously like know it really works for some people, but for some reason, it's never worked out for me. No, neither. People neither. ghost me on Hinge. That's what happens yes. to me. Like, this is why I, we stay away from fucking Tinder as well, because yeah. that is like that is like douche city yeah it's and i like i feel like i've had like really good conversations like startup conversations on on hinge with people and then the next day just like yeah we've just got too much choice you know like now that our attention spans have shortened Mm -hmm. so much even if we're talking to someone and we fancy them the next day we might stop this is so true and i'm probably doing the same thing on dating apps as well we we have that dopamine fix we've got what we needed and then we move on to the next person yeah or someone more interesting comes up yeah, yeah. But if I mean, you don't, don't you just gotta go. Me, if you like somebody, don't waste any time. Just like ask them out for a drink and, and hope that they go out for a drink and then it goes well. And if yeah, they don't, don't want to go out time. for a drink, then just like leave it, move on to the next person. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, what a dating trends ramble we did just go on. <laughs> hey, it was good though. It was, that fe- was good. Feeling I, I learned something today on the podcast. So I hope that you curious fuckers learned something as well. Yes. Uh, and I hope if you like this in Instagram post, what the fuck? Wow, this is definitely Jesus. not an Instagram post. Whoa. What were you saying about being addicted to your phone and social media I've, recently? It's so bad. Actually, I've been pretty good over the weekend. But yeah, the, the phone, the screen addiction is raw at the moment. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I really tried to stay off social media on Valentine's Day and then I couldn't. 
even though I was hating oh, everything that I was seeing, I was like, but it's the launch day of my podcast. So I need to like post oh, stuff. Shit. Yeah, and then also fuck. I needed to post things on Come Curious as well. And I was like, for fuck's sake, why do I have to be on here for my work? I'm just seeing things that are making me sad. Oh man. But talk about your launch podcast. How's that gone? Is it nice? Oh yeah. Do you feel so great? <laughs> Super bright. plug it yeah plug it in um yeah it's been it's been good one episode is up maybe two by the time that this one comes out oh my god um, amazing so where yeah, can we listen it out. it's it's on apple podcasts and spotify and nice. it is called love high so go and check it out if you want to hear me talking about love and relationships cool what's the first episode about uh, the first episode is just a massive catch up on kind of, well, it's an intro to what the podcast is going to be about. And then also a massive catch up on my whole he- healing experience, basically, from my breakup. Um, so that in the future episodes, everyone kind of knows what page I'm on when I'm coming into the conversations. Nice. Um, but yeah, second episode is about open relationships with Kelsey Derra. So definitely Ooh, clock in for cute. that one. We love Kelsey as well. She's great. She's amazing. She's a curious oh, fucker. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, <laughs> that's that is that's that's perfect. Well, well done for plugging your own podcast. I was trying to figure out a segue into like talking about the merch again. Oh and yeah. And it just came out so weird. And join um, our community with the merch. Yes, become a curious fucker. Join the Curious Fuckers Club. They've got some cute stickers yes. here. So it's happy to be filled. You can put them in on your bottles, on your lunch boxes. On I don't know laptop, who takes it on your boxes. Anymore, I, I thought it'd be cool to put the happy to be, happy to be, um, happy to be filled. <laughs> fuck's sake. Happy to be filled on your hard drive because that's that's cute. cute. That is cute. <laughs> well, so I can, nerdy. I consent wow. to being used. You could put it on your bike. I've also, yeah, I've put happy to be filled and put things inside me on my fridge. Oh, that's a great idea. I think I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice one. Nice, nice one, friends. All right, curious fuckers. Well, you know where else to find us um, on our YouTube at Come Curious, on our Instagram at Come Curious, at Florence Bark and at Read Amber X. And, and of course, like, like this podcast yeah. rate it give us five stars if you Please. can write us a little like this podcast is amazing that does so well for us and yeah you know gets us in the on the front page of all the gets us seen basically yeah and great. you want to share this josie information with people so wow what is that what, oh, what is that accent <laughs> it's like a mix between australian kiwi and um, and what else florence <laughs> That was such a good accent. I love it. <laughs> we should just make them up. Um, <laughs> wow. Let's stop recording. Yeah, we need to. Weird. Okay. Yeah. See you next Thursday, curious fuckers. Love you all so much. Bye. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch, involved in a then-unheard-of secret organisation called the Illuminati, and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.